Hey, this is Nick DiMatteo from Music Is Not A Genre. I just wanted to take a minute to talk to you about the service I use to record and distribute my podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you from experience, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here's why. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So please take a moment out. If you are planning to create, record, and distribute podcasts, take a look at Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, I'm Nick DiMatteo, and welcome to video number 63 and season three, episode 25 of Music is Not a Genre. Each week, I take a release or several from my collection. I discuss them. I give you my take on them, throw in some interesting tidbits, uh, facts, and opinions, and I connect them to my music, to other people's music, and to other things in the world. Uh, as always, thank you to everyone who listens and watches and clicks and subscribes and shares, and especially if you are a Patreon patron, thank you very much. If you're not, the link is right there. Please uh, consider it. For as little as $10 a month, you get not only these podcasts, but my exclusive interview series and uh, live shows that no one else can see. So uh, give, give that a moment uh, and give that a try. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. This week, the topic is some days are hard, some days are easy. Bands with day names. So, you know, if you know, if you know anything about what I do and the idea of music is not a genre, genre has to do with names and labels. Right. So I'm a little bit obsessed with that. Truth is, I actually love names. I, I, I love the creativity of names. I love naming things. I love naming. Uh, I, I loved naming my band Wreck. I love naming songs. I love naming albums. I love naming, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, books and poetry and other, other things I've done. I love naming children. Yes. And um, so. I, and I'm always fascinated with how names come about and other ideas around names. And that's kind of what the origin of this uh, episode of the podcast is. It's, it's partly because when I'm doing these podcasts, I'm really trying to come at it from a couple angles. The first angle is, of course, the music itself. So spend some time, discuss the music, discuss the artists. But the second is, is there's some other idea that's kind of encapsulated either in the one, you know, one release or one artist or a collection of them. And I recently and finally reorganized my CD collection and found that I, I remembered I had these, but refound that I had these five CDs, uh, which for those of you who are just listening, uh, I will describe them in a second, from three different bands, and all of those bands have a day of the week in their name. And it got me thinking, well, I, I, I would love to know, you know, how many other bands out there have a day in the week in their name. And I figured, listen, there are a ton, I mean, a ton of songs you know, with uh, the names, uh, days of the week in the name, 
there's actually a song called Days of the Week by Stone Temple Pilots. But, uh, the, you know, I don't like Mondays, Manic Monday, Friday I'm in love, you know, on and on and on. I mean, there's probably hundreds, thousands, who knows? I did, out of that, I didn't look up. But I did look up uh, bands with Days of the Week in their name and thought, well, there are so many songs, there are probably a ton of bands. And it turns out, no. It turns out that is absolutely not true. In fact, I did a pretty exhaustive search for any band that's made any kind of impact in the world. So apologies to any indie band out there who has a day of the week in your name. I want to know about you. Please comment below and let's link up because I'd love to hear from you and uh, promote you and we'll talk and all that stuff. But as far as any band that's made a dent on the internet, I, I searched in many, many different ways. And it turns out that in all of history, there have only been 17 bands with the day of the week in their name. That was, a, that was a real shock to me. It was a real shock. And in fact, of those 17, from my opinion anyway, only six of them have had any measure of fame. You know, success is a different story, but as far as fame, only six of them have. And technically, I, I'll say really only five of them, and I'll explain to you why as we go through this. So, so that, just, that just completely shocked me. Because, you know, like I said, names are a very creative thing to do. And any other artist I know loves coming up with names, loves coming up with phrases and things like that. I and, mean, you know, words and languages, it's a part of everything, not just uh, literature and poetry and music. You you know, most people, unless, unless they would prefer the name untitled, like to name their works of art of any kind, you know. So... Uh, what I'm going to do is uh, are two things. One, I'm going to, I didn't think I'd be able to do this because I thought it would take too long, but it turns out, no, I'm going to tell you every single band name that I found that I think really is out there uh, with the day of the week in their name and a little bit about them. And then I'm going to go over these here, or I don't know, I may do it. Actually, I'm going to do that in reverse. Uh, in the text, read below, I, I did it in that order for a reason because text is different and that's how that's how it works. Every medium has its own, you know, things that work better. For this, I'm going to talk about this because those of you watching the video, they're staring you right in the face. You want to know more about them, don't you? Don't you? Yes. And for those of you just listening, here you go. Here's what it is. So, I have one CD from a band called The Sundays. The Sundays uh, were a dream pop kind of alt-pop rock band uh, from the 90s. And they were really kind of a counter-programming to a lot that was going on at the time. Uh, you know, you had the grunge and, and a really vibrant hip-hop scene and, and uh, you know, pop-punk was kind of kicking off and other things like that that were all pretty energetic and up there. And uh, these guys, the Sundays... Uh, lead singer Harriet Wheeler, beautiful voice, um, were the opposite of that. They were very mellow and laid back, and they weren't they weren't shoegaze laid back. They didn't have that kind of dark edge to them. They were just laid back, and they they were doing great. Like I said, dream pop songs, and uh, a couple of the songs that you know made an impact for me were um, "Here's Where the Story Ends" and "Summertime." 
and I recommend you listen to them. So this album here came out, uh, it's called Blind, and it came out in 1992. Uh, they started a few years before then and ended a few years after that, and only put out, a, I think, maybe three albums. And uh, I hear word that they may be getting back together. Apparently, the principal songwriter's been writing songs forever, and even though they're doing their own things and having their own lives, they might put something together. I would love to hear that. As always, I love it when bands uh, either stick around a long time or come back. But um, uh, that said, either way, the Sundays are a band really worth listening to. Flash forwarding a few years... Uh, in 97, a band formed in uh, the, the city of my alma mater, Rutgers University, New Brunswick, New Jersey, called Thursday. And uh, when I go through the list, I'm going to tell you something special about that. But this band was kind of a, a, a you know, punk and one of the pioneering screamo bands uh, so emo with screaming, basically, uh, which at first I kind of resisted because I was like, what is this? You know, just to, just I, I didn't really listen to it. And, and this was in 97. They put out their first album. But by the time this album came out, War All the Time in 2003, I had heard more of it and said, oh, now I get it. And that and it, it's just an absolute blast of pure energy. But couched in songs that sometimes have some complexity to them but are but structurally are very kind of pop structured so it's like pop punk with emo with screamo and and all of that and i just really i fell for them you know and and i mean the new brunswick connection didn't hurt either um but i that they won me over i believe they were probably the first screamo band to win me over and that that other album of theirs that I have here, which is called A City um, by the Light Divided in 2006, was, you know, again, pretty big hit with me. They didn't stick around much longer. I understand they're back together, but I don't think they've released something for maybe about 10 years, uh, which is a shame. But apparently they have one hell of a, uh, a history. Some of the songs that you might want to check out, War All the Time. Division Street, which when I heard that, for some reason, I thought to myself, The Cure, and I think it's because The Cure have Fascination fascination Street. It is not a day for speaking for me. And, um, you know, uh, Division, uh, I guess I thought Disintegration. I don't know. For some reason, it doesn't sound like anything like them. You know, but there is that kind of emo connection um, because I think I've always thought Cure was like proto-emo. Uh, Signals Over the Air, Counting 54321, a couple of other good songs to listen to. But I would say of the two albums I have, check out War All the Time. That's just kind of quintessential screamo. And then so I was into that, and then I heard about this other band a year later in 04 from Long Island called Taking Back Sunday. And they're another screamo band, essentially, but they lean more towards kind of the pop punk angle, things like that. And this album here, like I said, came out in 04 called, I'm sliding it out carefully, Where You Want to Be. And uh, apparently they did not want to be in Long Island. Uh, 
because they had a career. And they're still at it. They released something a few years ago, maybe five years ago, and I believe we're still together. Uh, I haven't heard much else of their work other than these two albums here from 04, Where You Want to Be, and uh, this one from 06 as well, Louder Now. And uh, But, you know, I, I like the mix of what they do. Um, and there's a clear influence well, actually, all these bands. Uh, some songs from Taking Back Sunday before I get to that. A Decade Under the Influence and Make Damn Sure. You can find these songs anywhere. So, you know, scroll back and check them or just read the text below. Um, I did not actually put those songs in the text, but that, that's totally fine. Um, you can search for them or just listen to the albums themselves. These five albums... Uh, Yes, Thursday and Taking Back Sunday do have something in common because they were basically of the same era, even though Thursday started a few years before Taking Back Sunday, and they had a similar style. Sundays did not. Um, we're pretty much on the opposite end of the spectrum as far as that goes. But, as you might have guessed, all of these bands had some influence on my music. Um, I have done softer or dreamier pop for pretty much my entire career, and it has culminated thus far in my band Rex, uh, one of our latest albums, Sympathy for the Weird, which has uh, many elements of dream pop on it. So I included that link there. Please go ahead and listen to that album, see if you can hear that connection. As far as the Screamo, I uh, have always had a measure of aggression in some of my songs and even anger in some of my songs. But it wasn't until I began taking serious acting classes in New York City that I, I, I really understood where I needed to go with that. And that's because uh, around that time I was forming actually my band Rec and my acting teacher came and saw a show and he heard one of, uh, one of the songs off our first album, Parts and Labor, called Stop It. And it was in its kind of nascent form yet. I hadn't recorded it uh, even at the time. Uh, we hadn't recorded it. And uh, he said, he said he liked this, the show and all that, but he's like, the, you need, you know, he, he suggested that I should bring out more of the emotion in, in particular in that song, because that song has some pretty angry lyrics and it shouts the phrase stop it quite often. And that really shaped how the song ended up being recorded. And through that, even though I had certainly belted vocals before then, I understood the impact and the force of that that can happen in, you know, more songs than just a grunge or, or post-grunge song. So uh, a good example of a song like that, and there are several actually uh, throughout the years, but recently there are also several. On my band Rex's la latest album, Synergy for the Weird, there's a song called Three More Minutes. And... As that developed, it went from kind of just a straight-up post-punk song and just inadvertently leaned more toward kind of, I guess you would call it post-Screamo because that's not really much of a thing anymore. Uh, but uh, you be the judge of that. I have the link down there, three more minutes from Synergy for the Weird or look it up on any streaming service. And I think you'll get the idea that's where that influence is. Um, and so, you know, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to discuss these bands. And now I'm going to get to the next reason, which is the days of the week. 
So I, I created, this is perhaps the most comprehensive list of bands with the day of the week in their name because I couldn't find any site that listed all of these or any others. There was a site that had one band per day of the week. There was a site that listed their favorite band names with the day of the week and all this other stuff. And that's cool. But there was nothing comprehensive. So, you know, you're welcome. Um, let's go down the list, you know. First, I'm going to start with Monday. Because uh, whatever. First day of the week to some people. Although if you look at a calendar, it seems like it would be Sunday. You can blame that on... Probably the Catholic Church. Uh, so here it is. First day of the week. First band. A band called Blue Monday. That was a hardcore punk band from Vancouver that only existed at the beginning of the O's. 01 to 06. Have not heard any of their stuff. But check them out. You know, I'm sure the, those guys are on to other things now and that's cool. Second uh, Monday band, Happy Mondays, they would be the most famous. They're one of those six bands I mentioned that had a measure of success. They were that kind of new wave of British rock bands that started in the 80s and, and hit big in the 90s with bands like Oasis, you know. And they, uh, they were from Manchester. Britpop is what that kind of uh, rock music was called. And they also had a neo-psychedelia. There was some elements of the 60s in there with some electronic stuff like that. And the song I always remember from them is a song called Step On. Uh, so look that up. You'll, you, if you're from that era or you've heard it in a movie, you'll recognize it. And if not, you'll recognize the style for sure. Um, they had some success and then kind of fizzled out. But it turns out they, they reunited and they're still together. They just put out an album last year, which I plan to listen to at some point. Third Monday band and final is a band called Hey Monday, pop punk band from Florida. I believe that, that they're a contemporary band, but uh, go find out and tell me. Put a comment down there, let me know. Moving on to Tuesday, and I, and I want you to think of these two, these two questions before I get any further. Which day do you think had the most band names and which day do you think had the least band names? And uh, the only thing I'm gonna say is every single day of the week does have at least one band. That's all I'm gonna tell you. So Tuesday, there's a band called See You Next Tuesday, which, you know, is a joke. It's an old joke. And it would stand to reason that they are a deathcore and mathcore band from Michigan. Um, I'm kind of interested in hearing what they do or have done. I'm, I'm not sure of their chronology, uh, but that's cool. The famous band that has Tuesday in the name, and one of the six I mentioned, is the band Till Tuesday, which had a huge hit in the 1980s, Voices Carry. You know, hush, hush, keep it down now, Voices Carry. Um, we're only around through the 80s, and then disbanded, and the lead singer uh, had a solo career, went on to another band, and had quite a bit of success in the 90s, as a matter of fact. But they were kind of a new wave alt-rock band from Boston. Um, uh, so Till Tuesday, I would recommend looking up Till Tuesday, as a matter of fact. Final band of that day is the band Tuesday. Spelled exactly how you would think it's spelled. And they're a punk emo band from Chicago. I'm not sure if they're still around, if they're contemporary. I couldn't find out much information about them. Uh, again, if you know them, or if you are Tuesday, hello and comment. Um, 
moving on to Wednesday. First, number one, we've had three on Monday, three on Tuesday. Number one on Wednesday, Dead by Wednesday. Heavy metal band from Connecticut. I think they are around right now. Um, I'm curious as to what it is they did on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday that killed them by Wednesday. But that's a question. Again, if you know the answer to that question, let me know. I'd really be curious to hear that answer. Second band, number two for Wednesday, is Wednesday, which uh, was was an Ontario pop vocal band. Uh, I believe that their um, years were 1971, 1981, something like that. It makes me very curious to hear them. Uh, I've always liked pop vocal bands, uh, certain ones anyway, and I didn't know they existed till I did this search, so curiosity, you know. Third Wednesday band is sort of a band, sort of not. It is Wednesday 13, which is actually the, um, the, the stage name of a guy named Joseph Michael Poole who is lead singer of Murder Dolls. You go ahead and describe what the music is, just based on all of that, because I didn't write it down. I'm sure you can guess. But he does also record and perform under the name Wednesday 13. So, uh, you know, I check with the judges and that counts. And, drum roll, fourth name for Wednesday is a band called Wednesday Night Heroes a punk, street punk band from Edmonton. So apparently Canada's really cornering the market on uh, bands with day, day, days of the week in their name. Uh, I don't know much about Wednesday Night Heroes. That's four for Wednesday. Uh, spoiler alert, that's the most. That day, Wednesday, for some reason, I'll tell you what's interesting. There are probably the fewest songs of any day of the week have been sung about Wednesday. I would say, how many? How come nobody ever sings about Wednesday? You know, but apparently the most band names, from what I can find, are based on Wednesday. So interesting. And then you have the next day, Thursday, and the band that I was talking about earlier, Thursday, which, as you know, post-hardcore screamo band from New Brunswick, New Jersey. Um. They're one of the six bands that I'd say have had some measure of fame. I'm glad that they're back together. I hope they put out something new. They are also, another drum roll, the only band with the name Thursday. The only band. I was like, Thursday, the, the, the origin of that word is the god Thor. So you would think that there'd be at least one like death metal band that would know that and use that. No, but no. This is as close as we've come, and good for them. So we're on to Friday, kind of a tricky one. There's a band called Friday Night Boys, pop punk, electronica, power pop band from Virginia. I think they're still around, but I don't know for sure. Um, worth checking into. I like everything about that description, power pop, pop punk, and electronica. That's probably somewhat similar to the things that I, that I do, my band Rec does, so it'd be really cool to hear. The only other band with Friday in its name is a slight cheat, but not really. Judges said it was cool. It's a band called On a Friday. And if you watched my podcast about bands with perfect names, violent femmes and such, you know that On a Friday 
A, only existed for a very brief period in the 80s and did perform under that name. And I believe released a demo under that name. But they very quickly, after two, three years maybe, changed their name to, I'm going to give you a second to guess, 321 Radiohead. And since then, of course, they've been called Radiohead and they're hugely famous. So, but... Because they actually did perform and record under that name and, and exist under that name for a little while, they, I think, count on a Friday. Uh, let's move on to Saturday. Uh, Saturday looks good to me. That's also the name of the band I'm talking about. Uh, they're an experimental indie pop band from Michigan. I think they've been around since 99, and they've broken up, and they've gotten back together, and they've changed personnel. But experimental indie pop sounds kind of cool. I might want to check them out. Saturday looks good to me. Um, then you have The Saturdays. They're an electro-pop girl group, which is just women singing together vocally. Uh, a British-Irish mix uh, based in London. They are currently on hiatus, apparently, and I think some of them have released solo albums, but they have not officially broken up. So the Saturdays, let's hear it. Reunion tour, whoever you are. Uh, that's it. Two more. We're talking about the, the, the day Sunday, and you already know the bands because they're, they're right in front of you or, I've, or, you know, for the audio people, I talked about them. We have Taking Back Sunday, the emo post-hardcore pop punk band from Long Island, New York. Uh, really worth checking out if you're into harder music. And then if you're into the opposite of that, final band on the list, The Sundays, the dream pop alt-rock band from London, uh, active through the 90s, uh, whom we all hope actually release something new. Uh, and that's it. That's the entire list. If you know, again, of any other bands that have a day of the week in their name, give me a holler. You know, if you are that band or artist who has a day of the week, uh, I, I, I think it counts if your name is actually Tuesday, like Tuesday Weld or whatever. I think that counts. I'll say that counts if you perform and record under that name. So, you know, hello, if that's you. Uh, do you know any of these bands that I've mentioned? Any of the main six? Uh, Happy Mondays till Tuesday on a Friday slash Radiohead. Um uh, take uh, taking back Sunday and the Sundays. Uh, I believe that was only five. Oh, and Thursday. Let me know if you're fans of any of these bands, because as you know, I am, and I'd like to share that with you. Uh, or if you're fans of any other the other uh, seventeen bands I mentioned, uh, I'd love to know that too. Uh, give me some more information. We need to find out more about this and put this out so that other people can find it too. Um, and I want to hear from you because, as always, my objectives here are music, conversation, and connection. Thank you, and I will talk to you next time. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.